Yesterday, Israel's new government was sworn in, described as many as the most right-wing and religious government in Israel's history. Since the 1990s, Israel's politics have followed a general trend toward the right. The so-called peace process, championed by Israel's left-leaning government in the 1990s, resulted in a worsening security situation, which climaxed in the Second Intifada in the early 2000s, and a new landscape of Israeli politics was born. The 1990s moved Israeli public opinion toward retaining territories for security, in particular the strategically important mountains of Israel in the West Bank. These mountains provide a defence against any would-be attacker from the east, as they would find themselves fighting an uphill battle um, from the Jordan Valley as soon as they crossed the Israeli border. The West Bank also offers a buffer between Israel's neighbours and Jerusalem, the country's capital, while otherwise it would be a border city, easily within range of sniper fire. Without the West Bank, Israel would be just 15 kilometres thin, at risk of being split into two should a conflict break out and Israel's main airport, Ben-Gurion Airport, would be within waterfire range. Not only has there been a shift in attitudes among the Israeli public in regards to security, Israel is a country where religion is on the rise. 68% of Israelis over the age of 60 describe themselves as secular, while for those between 18 and 30, it is just 37%. The towns and cities within the West Bank include many key religious sites, such as Hebron, Bethel, Shiloh and Shechem. Giving away these territories, that include the Cave of Machpelah, for example, is unthinkable to the religious Zionists, as well as, well as any that believe that God has given the land to them. Yesterday, those two movements came together in a coalition to form Israel's 37th government. Netanyahu, who is secular himself, believes in retaining the West Bank territory on security grounds. To form his coalition, though, he has gone his government with religious parties, such as the Religious Zionists um, and Otzma Yehudit, um, which is headed by Itamar Ben-Gavir. These also believe in retaining the West Bank, but not just for security reasons, but for religious reasons. Bezalel Smiltrich, who was born in an Israeli settlement himself, now lives in Kadurim, in a house that was built in the West Bank without um, authori um, authorization by the Israeli government. It was ignoring the Israeli government's restrictions on settlement building at the time. During Israel's withdrawal from Gaza in 2005, he was arrested during protests against the disengagement plan and was held in jail for three weeks. It is clear that settlement growth is something Smoltrich is truly passionate about, whether you love that or whether you hate that. Today, Smoltrich was appointed the finance minister, as well as a minister within the defence ministry overseeing West Bank settlement policy. Benjamin Netanyahu declared that he would put West Bank settlement expan expansion at the top of the new government's priority list and also would legalise many illegally built settlements built against the previous government's West Bank settlement policies. The new government has set aside 22 million shekels for the expansion of the Israeli settlements in Hebron, the city of the tomb of the patriarchs. 
So with the new government sworn in, we can expect to see an acceleration of the West Bank settlement expansion, as this is one of the key points that unite the two the, 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 um, the parties within the coalition government. It seems likely that Israel has sworn in its most pro-settlement government to date. Now, as Christadelphians, we are not involved in the politics of any country, but we believe that the Most High rules in the kingdoms of men, and he gives it to whomsoever he will. And so we watch the events in the world with even greater interest than those who are actually involved in these things, because we believe that the person directing these events is the Almighty Creator, who is all-powerful and will soon bring together events unlike anything this world has ever seen before. The West Bank includes the majority of the mountains of Israel, as described in the Bible. Many Latter-day prophecies speak directly of these mountains, setting them apart from the rest of the land of Israel. And so the first fascinating detail is that both in Latter-day prophecies and also the political world of our day, we see a separation between the mountains of Israel and the rest of the land of Israel. Not in all 6,000 years of the history of the world, before recent times, has there been such a clear division separating the mountains of Israel from the rest of Israel, something we find in a prophecy speaking of this very time. Ezekiel refers to the mountains of Israel repeatedly. He says, And I will bring them out from the people, and gather them from the countries, and will bring them into their own land, and feed them upon the mountains of Israel, by the rivers and in all the inhabited places of the country. And thou shalt know that I am Yahweh, and that I have heard all thy blasphemies, which thou hast spoken against the mountains of Israel, saying, They are laid desolate, they are given us to consume. But ye, O mountains of Israel, ye shall shoot forth branches, and yield your fruit to my people of Israel, for they are at hand to come. And also, and I will make them one nation, in the land upon the mountains of Israel. Until 1967, Israel was in existence, but they were not upon the mountains of Israel, as they were still controlled by Jordan. But in 1967, Israel took these mountains as well as Jerusalem. Slowly, Israel began to build settlements on these mountains, and now the Jewish population of the West Bank is nearing half a million and growing quickly. The new government in Israel will likely accelerate this growth, bringing us closer to the situation described in Ezekiel 38, the time when the fury of God comes up in his face for the actions of the world against his people Israel, when that host comes against the mountains of Israel at a time when they live in peace. Ezekiel 38, in Ezekiel 38 we read, After many days thou shalt be visited, in the latter years thou shalt come into the land that is brought back from the sword and is gathered out of many people against the mountains of Israel, which have been always waste. But it is brought forth out of the nations, and they shall dwell safely, all of them. And so let us watch and pray for the peace of Jerusalem, but the true peace, the peace when Christ rules from Jerusalem, and all Israel will be saved. This has been Paul Barnes joining you for this week's Bible in the News.